This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Good Erev Shabbos. I hope everyone is well. As we come to this week's parasha, Parshas Vayelech, Torah tells us about Moshe Rabbeinu's last few days on this world. Opening Pasuk, the Pasuk tells us that Moshe went... Yelech Moshe, Moshe went, and he went to speak to the Jewish people. And what does he say to them? He tells them, today, I'm 120 years old. I'm no longer able to come and go. And I'm not going to go into Eretz Yisrael. And Hashem will be with you. Seems to be very calm and very nice parting words that Moshe Rabbeinu shared with the Jewish people shortly before his passing. But the Medrash Tanchuma tells us on this opening passage, the word Vayelech says the Medrash that Vayelech means Toichacha. He was giving some form of rebuke. He was giving a Musa Shmuz. Moshe Rabbeinu was still, even on his last day, he was still teaching, educating, and guiding the Jewish people. But the obvious question was, where in this passage, even these Psukim, do you see anything of a Musa Shmuz? Where was the Teichacha? Where was the rebuke? Where was the lesson? It just seems like Moshe Ben was telling Jewish people the reality that this is it. This is the end of the line. I'm going to die. Mitzvah Hashem. Yisrael will continue. And uh, nice knowing you. Where exactly is there Teichacha found in the pages of these Psukim? And what are we supposed to take away from Moshe Rabbeinu's last, one of his last, perhaps, Musa Shmuzin that he gave to the Jewish people? So I heard it from Rabbi Tzal Radinsky. He pointed out the following. That we know Rashi tells us that at this point Moshe Rabbeinu was no longer able to teach Torah. Rashi says, the Medrash quotes, that it was taken away from him the ability to teach Torah. So Moshe Rabbeinu was no longer educating the people with Torah. Moshe Rabbeinu is the embodiment of Torah. Torah is Moshe. Torah is Moshe. Moshe was the greatest Rebbe. He was the educator. He was the Magid Shir. He was the Rav. He was the Rebbe. He was everything wrapped in one. And now Moshe Rabbeinu was told, I'm sorry. You're no longer able to teach Torah. So what's Moshe Rabbeinu doing? Moshe Rabbeinu is coming to the Jewish people just to talk to them and say, listen, I can't teach Torah anymore. That's not my tafkid now. Now my tafkid is just to come and talk to you and be with you and spend time with you and perhaps even comfort you before I die. And the greatest Muslim that Moshe Rabbeinu is teaching the Jewish people is to know what your role is. Till now Moshe Rabbeinu's role was teaching Torah, educating Torah, paskating Shailas. And the moment Hashem said no more, Moshe Rabbeinu said, okay, no problem Hashem. You have a different role for me. Okay, I'll do that role. So from now on, I'll go sit with people and talk with people and be there for people. Moshe Rabbeinu is teaching us the greatest Moshe Shmuz ever is know your role. And our roles change from day to day, from month to month, from year to year, even in the same day itself. Sometimes we have to be learning. Sometimes we have to be caring for others. Sometimes we have to be thoughtful. Sometimes we have to be doing for others. But always know what Hashem wants from you at that time. And that was Moshe Rabbeinu's perhaps parting Moshe Shmuz to the Jewish people, is to realize and to know what your role is at this given moment. What Hashem wants of you right now. What Hashem expects of you now. And Moshe Rabbeinu was showing us Hashem took, did not give him the ability to teach Torah. And therefore he decided to do something else. His role changed. We have so many different roles and there's so many different people doing different roles. But our job is to realize what our role is. What should we be doing? What does Hashem want from me? What's my tafkin on this world? What's my purpose? Where am I supposed to be serving? And look not what you did in the past or what you're going to do in the future. What do you need to do now? Because at each moment there's a specific job, a role that you need to fill. 
And that's what Moshe Rabbeinu was teaching us. And it's such an essential message for life that we need to ask ourselves, what is my role now? And our roles are often based on what we have to work with, what abilities we have, what capabilities we have. Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't teach Torah anymore, so he didn't teach Torah because Hashem didn't want him doing it anymore. So he did something else. Second career. Do something else with your time. If this is not for you, so use something else, do something else, but make sure we're fulfilling a role, a purpose in whatever we do. This reminds me of a, a story that became more famous over the last couple of years. It used to not be so famous, but now Baruch Hashem it became famous because it's been it's every year right before Yom Kippur it's published in our Queen's Jewish Link, our local Queen's newspaper. They always publish this story. I heard this story years ago from uh, my Chavrusa or heard it directly from my Rebbe or heard it directly from his father, Ibzalag Epstein. The story takes place many years ago. Ibzalag Epstein, Zatzal, Rosh Hashivah, Shara was very involved with a family. And he was very involved with a family that had a very difficult life. Husband and wife were both Holocaust survivors. And they had three children. And the toll of the Holocaust was very strong on the husband. And Rahman al-Salam, took his own life. He couldn't handle the pressures and... Of course, we don't judge what those Yidin went through. But he, he took his own life. And now this Almona was left with three children. And Rebzelig was very involved with his family. He was very metapal with them. Always trying to give chizik. Always trying to help. And right before Yom Kippur one year, they had a, a son of theirs who was very sick. And Nebuch died. Passed away right before Yom Kippur. Very tragic. And they didn't even have a chance to have Kavura. It was so sudden. It was so recent, so recent right before Yom Kippur. They didn't even have a chance to have at least that comfort of Kavura. And this is all before Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is a very busy time, especially for someone like Abzalag Epstein who understood and, 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 and took to heart what Yom Kippur is about. And he did whatever he could do for the family before Yom Kippur. As he was getting ready for Kol Nidre, Abzalag thought to himself, maybe I need to be with this family for Yom Kippur. Maybe if I'm not there to give chizuk to help this woman, maybe Chas Shalom she might do the same thing that her husband did. Abzal felt perhaps the Shaila Pikuach Nefesh, maybe this is a, a real question. And he realized to get to the woman's house would be an hour walk. So he wanted to know is he permissive is he allowed to take a bus? We're talking about Lelyam Kippur, to take a bus. So he went to ask Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, he went to Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky in the middle of Brichas Kriyashma. It's in the middle of Mayrif. Brichas Kriyashma is not a time where you're supposed to be talking. He went to Rabbi Yaakov and he asked Rabbi Yaakov what to do. And Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, as a great godl that he was, he told him he pointed to money that was in a drawer that Rabbi Yaakov designated to, for him to take the bus home after Yom Kippur. He told Abzal to take that money. And Abzal rode the city bus. Yom Kippur night. When everyone is in shul, in their talesim and in their kittel and everyone is begging Hashem. Abzal was on a bus, a city bus, going through the city to this woman's home. And he spent Yom Kippur at this woman's home. And he gave her chizuk to continue. That's the story that is said over. I heard Bishem, my Rebbe, his son, pointed, told us that one of the children said that the Taka weren't sure what was going to happen. When Yom Kippur was coming in, before Abzal walked through that door, no one knew what was going to happen. And then when Abzal walked through the door, all of a sudden, there was a comfort in the family. And Baruch Hashem, they survived Yom Kippur. The godless of this story is Abzal said to himself, what's my mission now? My mission now is not to dive into Hashem. It's not to be in Shul all day. It's to be with this family, helping them get through this time. Abzalik realized this message from Aisha Rabbeinu. We need to ask ourselves, what's my mission now? And it changes from time to time. And we have to be in tune to ourselves and we have to know. Sometimes we have to ask people bigger than us. What taka is my mission now? What should I be focusing on? What should I be doing? 
Most of us would have said, Yom Kippur, I got to be in Shul on Yom Kippur, it's Yom Kippur, I need to be there. Abzal said, no, that's not my mission now, it's not what Hashem wants of me now. Hashem wants me to be with this family in their home giving them chizuk. It's such an important lesson that we need to think about as we get into Yom Kippur, finishing up the Hashem Shemitruva, we need to always ask ourselves, what is my role now? And again, it can change from hour to hour. Abzal was a big Magid Shir, he was a Rosh Hashiva. But he knew that, that were, at this moment, this is what Hashem wanted of him. Hashem wanted him to be in this fam- with this family, giving them chizuk. And it's such a, a, an essential lesson for life. Sometimes we want to be other places. We think we should be other places, but maybe we shouldn't be. Maybe this is exactly where Hashem wants us to be. He wants us to do this role. He wants us to be accomplishing this specific task at hand. We need to ask ourselves and think about, what is the role, what is the job that Hashem asks of me? Mr. Hashem, we should take to heart this message from Moshe Rabbeinu. This is one of his last drushes to the Bnei Yisrael to realize that everything we have to know what our role is and when our role is. We should find our, our tafkid. We should figure out what we're here to do and realize our roles and not only realize it, but succeed in our roles. In Mr. Hashem, we should have all the brachas <coughs> that we ask for, all the, that we daven for in Rosh Hashanah, we should have the gemachas in the Gugib and Shur. Hashem should see and realize that we want to do His will. We want to do His roles. We want to do what He asks of us. And he should only shower us with brachas ad die for ourselves, for our families, and for all of Klai Have a good chance.